Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Today is February 18th, 2021. I'm Peter Babb. I'm Brian Deacon. This is Tiger Talk. This week, there's been a lot that happened, surprisingly. You know, Brian, as I was going through the news, uh, obviously, there was a lot of stuff that happened with COVID. There's a lot of stuff that happened weather-wise, not just here at, at all that, which I look outside and there's snow falling down from my building which is always a great sight to see, even though it's sunny outside. That's just beautiful. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, to cover that happened this week. So let's just really jump into it the best we can. So let's just talk about the cold weather that has pretty much hit all the corners of the United States. The U.S. was hit with a massive uh, cold, surge of cold weather, affecting millions of Americans. Uh, Texas was especially hit hard uh, this week. And according to NBC News, that the winter storm that hit Texas has left over 4 million people without power and water. And um, uh, here in the Midwest, we're no exception. We got several inches of snow. And on Monday, all of that canceled classes. So before we get into what happened with Texas, Brian, how was your snow day on Tuesday? It was so chill. I absolutely loved my snow day. I got one project done, but I think the rest of it was just watching shows and hanging out with friends and just really being a chill day it was really nice to just kind of rest that day yeah i think i think day, i think for my snow day i didn't get up till about like 11 a.m i just slept in i'm just like i'm not gonna worry about classes tomorrow mm-hmm. so, um, i definitely that definitely backfired on me because i have like a massive booklet i have to do homework in that's due today <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling it too. I should have done another project or two that day, and I certainly did it. And not today. I'm just like holding on for dear life. I feel that on a personal level. But uh, yeah, the snow day was much needed. I think Monday we had like seven to eight inches that dropped uh, that Monday, that whole day as a whole. And that didn't count the snow that happened on Tuesday. But it was cold. I mean, we had negative wind chills uh, as well, all of that. So obviously, when I got the email that, hey, we're having a snow day on Tuesday. I'm like, I will gladly take that as sort of, I hope that that does not count as a reading day. Here at all of that. Probably yeah. won't because um, it is weather and I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of people just were like, well, I'm not going to trudge through seven inches of snow to get to class, especially with how bad the roads are. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about uh, Texas. Obviously, you and I have probably seen pictures of some crazy crazy things that have happened in Texas. I saw one where a ceiling fan had literal like massive icicles just dripping down from the middle of it. And I'm like, first off, I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. And second off, that's very impressive that I did not know a ceiling fan can do that. But um, I know a few people that live in Texas, it's, they're being hit especially hard. Uh, but Brian, <laughs> the South apparently is just not prepared for snow, sadly. Oh. Not at all. I got to, so my roommate this semester is actually from Texas. And so he's giving me updates about certain things because of his family. And he's like, yeah, now they're kind of out of power down there. So what they're doing is that the power stations are giving each county like 20 minutes to use power. And then they're cutting the power for them for like another 20 to 30 minutes before they can give them power again for 20. And it's just, they're just cycling it through so they could have enough just to get warm and like get a couple things done. But then as soon as that's over, they're like, 
we got to cut it because we do not have the resources to continue pumping out the amount of power that we usually do. Mm-hmm. So that is absolutely insane. And he's talking about how the roads maybe have a couple inches on them compared to like, we have what, I think if you look at the snow outside, it looks like it's piled up a foot and a half ish. Yeah. In some areas, I would say it's about a foot and a half of snow. Yeah. And down there it's a couple inches and then people are freaking out. They hadn't, they were so not prepared for this. And it's, uh, to me, it's a little humorous about like how they're freaking out over that amount of snow versus our amount of snow. But at the same time, it is not good that they have gotten hit like they did. Yeah. So uh, obviously, again, our thoughts and prayers are to those being affected by those uh, down in Texas, because obviously no person should be without power and heat, especially during the winter, um, because that's just not right especially nowadays in, you know, 20 and 21st century. But again, if you're down in Texas, if we have any Texas listeners out there, please stay safe. I saw a lot of people are requesting water uh, because they do not have running water right now in some areas. So again, if any way that you can help them by sending either thoughts or prayers or actually physically going down and sending supplies down in Texas, please, there are several local listings several fundraisers and ways to give to those that are in need in Texas, but make sure that it is completely verified because again, there are people that are sadly out there scheming and yeah, I mean, again, thoughts are priced down in Texas because again, it, it, for us, it is humorous, Brian, like you said, but uh, at the same time for them, a couple inches of ice is pretty much the end of the world. Since yeah. they don't know how to operate, but let's go to the uh, the Senate acquittal. I forgot that this happened. Yeah. I, so um, on February thirteenth, the Senate had its vote on whether or not to charge former President Donald Trump with the article of impeachment pertaining to the deadly insurrection that occurred on January sixth. According to NPR, the Senate voted fifty-seven to forty-three in favor of guilty. However. It did not meet the required 66 votes for a two-thirds majority to convict the former president. So, yeah, that happened. I completely forgot that it happened. I was so focused on, like, what's happening down in Texas in, like, the eight inches of snow that we have sitting outside that I completely forgot, like, oh, this happened, like, last week. And I'm just like, what the heck? I did not I did not think that this actually happened. Yeah, but, uh, I- I'm, I really, for my own personal perspective on this, I really felt that the whole impeachment trial for Trump during this time was just a lot of politic theater. I didn't feel there was enough evidence to really push anything in this case. Again, that's my personal opinion. And I was just kind of like, oh, we're going through this again. Yay. I was like, good riddance. He didn't get anything happening to him. So I guess he's just going to go back to Trump Tower and live in his good old building, do business things, business stuff. Business. Business stuff. Yeah, when I when I saw that, my personal opinion, at first, I was I was shocked that... 57 obviously there were like 50 democrats that voted guilty 
But then there were seven Republicans that decided to convict him as well, which I was fairly surprised by because I did not expect it to get that close to the 66 majority. In my personal opinion, I'm part of me is like happy that you know we're just done talking about it because I'm just done with the past administration. I'm just like, we're into the new administration, however you believe it is. You know, this is how it's going as of right now. Like Joe Biden is the current president of the United States, whether you agree with it or not. But but again, like part of me is saying like, well, there was circumstantial evidence. Like again, like that, that goes to the whole, like again, like the political theater that you said. But um, part of me was like, well, first off, I think in any other court system in America, I'm pretty sure this would probably work out differently rather than having a hundred jurors compared to like the 12 that, you know, you would normally get. So it is, it is fairly different, but um, I was surprised because I thought that maybe I, 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 cause I personally thought, you know, for a century, I thought it was a simple majority that you just need to get past 50 to convict. But um, 66, I feel like, again, like you learn something new every day. I feel like 66 is fair because, that overrides like a presidential veto. But I, I, I'm just like to the point where I just think I'm just done talking about Donald Trump because, you know, I think just this, like looking back on last semester, like every week we had something talking about him and I'm just like ready to be talking about things that, you know, are more relevant, that are more important issues on hand in America. And yeah, I mean, I think that's just my personal view on it. Again, that that's just a different difference of opinion, sadly. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm really sick of hearing about all of the Trump stuff every week, every day on the news. And I'm just happy that we can move forward at this point mm-hmm. and then just talk about stuff that needs to be addressed. That is not what Donald Trump has spoken or typed out on Twitter. Like, this is going to be much better. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. Again, like, that, that's our personal opinion. You can take it with a grain of salt that is on the ground outside for the sidewalks. Yeah, yeah we like salt. Oh, the saltiness is, is real. So, obviously, we go from the side of the acquittal to fake coronavirus vaccines. Lovely to talk about. Good segue. Um, so, this week... China announced that they arrested uh, they arrested over 70 people uh, selling fake coronavirus vaccines. According to the BBC, China arrested a large group who schemed to sell fake COVID vaccines to several nations, including the United States. And the group made approximately $2.7 million from this scheme. China also did announce that uh, they did arrest the leader of the scheme who is identified as Kong. That is, no, not King Kong, Brian. That make is- a joke about Godzilla versus Kong and Godzilla is the Chinese government. <laughs> oh, see, I, I saw so many tweets about, you know, when they said identify the person as Kong. It's like, they just have like, like some random person's like face and they just like have King Kong's face from like Godzilla. <laughs> King Kong trailer just on his face like that's mm-hmm. him he schemed to sell fake COVID vaccines I'm just like the internet just doesn't so yeah I think at least in my personal opinion this is highly disturbing 
because we again there are sadly people that are going out there that are making a profit off of a very serious problem that is not just happening in America but happening around the world it's just a very sad thing to see I am happy that China did make an effort that they did acknowledge that this was happening that they did go out and put an end to it but Brian what are your thoughts on this story I agree that it is so disturbing that someone would go out and make these fake vaccines. Like there are people suffering from this. There are people getting sick. There's the whole world has basically been affected by this virus. And so making a quick buck off of everyone else's fear or their worry about just wanting to get healthy and not have a chance to get the virus is not morally correct. And it's disturbing that $2.7 million worth of their fake vaccines were made. Mm. Like, and that's the stuff we know about. There's probably another, I want to say at least another 2.3 million probably, but it's, it's hard to believe that this happened, but also it's kind of easy to believe as well, given some of the stuff we went through last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, my mind is boggled that this happened. And I'm just very grateful that the Chinese government put an end to it very quickly and they captured the leader. And we know they have 2.7 million and we, uh, just, we, we put an end to it. And I'm very grateful for that. Again, like, that's what the Chinese government, obviously, you know, when I was reading the article from the BBC, they didn't, I, they didn't announce like how long this was going on for. They believe that it's been going on for potentially sev- uh, several months, possibly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that it's put at an end. And I do think that, again, like it, it is nice that organizations are catching this very, very quickly and they are arresting the people that are be are that are in charge of this because obviously that is, that is just a horrible horrible thing to do especially in a time like this we have some quick bit news governor andrew cuomo is currently under fire after a recent scale of uncovered related debts under his administration's watch uh, according to the abc news the fbi and federal prosecutors are investigating the governor and his administration after reports that his administration failed to report thousands of deaths related to COVID-19 after his controversial COVID strategy at the beginning of the pandemic. Obviously, it's related to uh, nursing home deaths. We can't really comment on this right now uh, because it is an ongoing investigation. So that's just a little bit of a quick bit news right there. And uh, Brian, we have some good news if you want to go into that. Yeah, the royal couple's having another kid. So congratulations are in order to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, The royal couple announced they're going to have a second child on the way. So that is great news to hear that the royal family is expanding once again. And I am excited for this. Yeah, I I am. Again, congratulations go out to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Because, again, you know, after hearing news that uh, Sally and Meghan Markle had a miscarriage. I'm just happy for them because obviously this year has been hard on a lot of people, especially for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. But I'm just, again, like 
congratulations are in order to them um, because th that's just, again, parenthood is just something that you and I have no idea what it's like. But um, again, we're honestly, we are told a lot of times that parenthood is one of the most greatest and terrifying moments <laughs> in a person's life. But again, congratulations are in order and um, thoughts and prayers are to them because hopefully the baby comes out perfectly healthy and perfectly fine that they have no issues going on from there. But uh, let's talk about uh, 2000s, the 2000 TV shows. Not, not, the, not the number of two, uh, shows, but the year 2000s, the decade. Uh, it's hitting streaming platforms right now. Several 2000s shows have begun launching on several platforms. One of the more popular shows on Netflix, and I looked this up last night, Brian, to make sure I was correct, is iCarly. <laughs> Do you remember iCarly when we were kids? Just a little bit. I did not have satellite or cable, so I just had the local channels. So I would have to go on vacation, or I would go to my grandma's house, and then I'd watch a little bit of iCarly. So, oh yeah, I remember little bits. A lot of Spencer. That's the lot most of I remember. Lots of Spencer. <laughs> People, yeah, the Nickelodeon show aired from 2007 to 2012, and right now, as of last night when I looked it up, is currently third for most viewed show on Netflix, like trending-wise. It's number three, which is insane to me that a show that we watched as kids is trending third on Netflix. Nostalgia is powerful. Nostalgia is very powerful. Obviously, this isn't the first time uh, several Nickelodeon shows have begun streaming on Netflix, such as iCarly and Henry Danger. Don't really know what that show is. I heard about it, but I don't know what it is. It's currently the ninth most trending uh, show on Netflix. And Avatar Last Airbender is one of the more popular shows. Obviously, you and I have uh, had discussions about that. We both love that show. It began streaming on Netflix in January and is still one of the more popular shows on the platform. Uh, so, Brian... Let's just talk about this. Like, what are some of your favorite shows that you watched as a kid? Oh gosh, I'm having flashbacks to when I was a kid. Watched a lot of PBS. So, Fetch with Ruff Ruffman was one of my top ones. I watched Dragon Tales a ton. Um, what else? Oh, as I got a little bit older, I got to watch Justice League. That was uh, Justice League Unlimited. That was another good one. It's a solid cartoon for superheroes. I. And then watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Fantastic show. Yeah, lots of cartoons. A lot of <laughs> lots, cartoons. Lots, lots of cartoons. I remember some of my favorite shows as a kid. I think Teen Titans has to be up there. Oh, yeah. It's, it, that was a great show. I, I just look back and I just look at the amount of like DC television shows. I'm like, like Marvel didn't exist on television. It was just all DC, and nowadays it's like it's all about Marvel. It's all about WandaVision on Disney Plus every Friday, not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> Wish we were, but not Wish quite. we were, but we're not. But <laughs> yeah, like I think iCarly, I think is definitely up there. Drake and Josh mm. uh, is definitely an amazing show that I highly recommend. It's on Hulu. You can stream it on Hulu. But yeah, Avatar: Last Airbender is up there. I I just think that really looking back on i would say like 2006 to about 2013 that was like a golden era of like kids television i mean like like you could talk about extremely 
hard topics and a cartoon setting that was extremely important, not just to the kids, but to parents. One underrated show was Static Shock, if you have not watched that. That is, I, I still remember that show. It's, they talked about a lot of things that I think nowadays it, it's, it's commonplace. Like, you know, it, uh, I think one of the hardest ones that they talked about was like a school shooting episode that they had. And I think they aired it once and they took it down because it was extremely controversial at the time. But nowadays it's like, you know, it's extremely important to have that discussion because again, it does talk about bullying and does talk about really looking out for your fellow students rather than not acknowledging that they're, you know, they have problems. But um, I just think that really looking back on those shows, like I just love the nostalgia of like me going back to when I was a kid having my chips and having my soda drink and just watching cartoons on a Saturday, just not worrying a day about the world about, you know, what's happening in Texas or what's happening going on around the world. That's definitely not terrible outside. Yo, waking up in your pajama pants, getting my bowl of cereal and sitting on down on the couch, turn on the TV and then just chowing down as you're just like watching superheroes kick butt. Oh, the dream it's the best absolutely and then, i mean like, i still do it like, not as commonplace i i think it's crazy the fact that the more we get older the more we can relate to like re, like the live action shows like i carl and drake and josh we're like i personally relate to that on a personal level <laughs> about like in that situation yep where i think i saw one tiktok of they took like a clip of like spencer from i carly and like Carl was making fun of Spencer because like he wasn't in shape, and then he was like, "We'll jump up and down." I was like, "Well, I don't want to jump up and down." I was like, "Why?" Because like my body will jiggle, and I'm like, "I feel that. <laughs> I feel that on a personal level." Where it's like, "I want to be fit, but I'm not." I mean, sadly, because you know gyms are closed right now, not the Perry Center, but like obviously gyms around the nation are closed, so you don't really have a lot of physical fitness. But um, let's do some trivia. Brian, you and I prepare some trivia questions. Again, this is going to be completely new. Uh, obviously, I just think that this is a fun alternative to the Mount Rushmore that we've usually done. But, like, let's do some trivia. Let's test our knowledge. So, Brian, lay it on me. One of the questions. What, what, what question do you have for me? Mm. As, as he does a little Cruella and on the Cruella trail that dropped yesterday. We could talk about that after the trivia, but let's just discuss that a little bit. You know, what do you have for me? This one should be easy, but what was Hang's flying bison's name? Appa. Easy. Yeah. It's easy. Come on. Well, shoot. Now that now that you told me, did you watch the Fairly Odd Parents as a kid? Very little. I didn't get like I said. I didn't get that channel often so it's just very like sporadic okay well shoot <laughs> i'm ready to like make myself a fool i have prepared for this mentally <laughs> all right so there was a character on the fairly odd parents called chip skylark and he was like i would say a justin bieber ripoff when he was big but he was actually portrayed by and voice acted by an in-sync band member you can look this up if you want to. I will give you that pass because you do not know. Nah, I'll go with it. It is not Justin Timberlake. I 
I will tell you that right now. It's not Justin Timberlake. But who is he voice acted in per who is he portrayed and voice acted by? Danny DeVito. <laughs> it was not Danny DeVito. Yeah. Um, think of that. Think of with Danny DeVito. You just see all those like young, spry, like young men, and then just Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it is actually not Danny DeVito, but if you look it up, the man's name is Chris Kirkpatrick. Uh, but uh, Brian, if you just look that up, he looks exactly like him. If you look at like, a side by side picture, like Chip Skylark and Chris Kirkpatrick, like they are the exact same person. You're like, holy cow! <laughs> like you're just like that. That is a exact rip off of Chris Kirkpatrick, and they just put him in there. But he sang the "My Shiny Teeth and Me" song that was extremely popular. When I was a kid, you're so right. That is a wow. They did a fantastic job and with that. I know, like, like I, I was like looking up. I was like, well, who looked up Chris Skylark or like who voice acted him? I'm like, I looked it up. It was apparently in sync. I was surprised by that, and I saw the person. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like they look the exact same. Yeah, I was, I was, I was very, very impressed. But let's talk about that Cruella trailer. Did you watch that yesterday? did not um i what i did yesterday was i got to watch the nintendo direct that came out so all the new stuff that nintendo's producing is going through my head right now uh <laughs> i did not stop on youtube at all yesterday yeah but uh i, I saw a little bit of the nintendo direct i was expecting some big gigantic games to be name dropped but i'm pretty sure they're holding that off until probably the summer I think, yeah, the more massive stuff is going to come around the E3 season, so right around June. But still, I was absolutely staggered that we're getting a Splatoon 3. That blew my mind. I didn't think that was going to happen to like, the next console, but we're already here. We're here. I was very glad that they talked about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 and that a little bit, a little bit. They gave like a little yeah. teaser to it. They mentioned it just slightly. And I was just glad that they're like, hey, it's coming. Be a little patient, please. It's going to take a while. Yeah, we got some stuff we got to do with it quick. But when we can give you news, we'll give you news. And I was like, that's nice. I appreciate that. My younger brother is currently playing The Breath of the Wild right now. And he is just, he, he says one of the best games he's ever played. Yeah, it's a spectacular game. Oh, they also did DLC for uh, Legend of Zelda Age of Calamity, and that's coming out. There's a HD version of Skyward Sword, which is fantastic. That's such a good game. Probably, I think that was my first Legend of Zelda game, and it is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. The new Smash Fighter was unveiled, and it was Pyra. And I was... I don't know how I feel about that. Because I'm happy that Xenoblade got another member, but also I'm like, why? We would, I don't feel like we needed another Xenoblade, especially because the game's not all that popular, at least in the U.S. right now. So that was fascinating. Oh, and we got Mario Golf back. Let's go. Mario looking I, like... I, I, I saw it yesterday, and I'm just... Why are we getting a Mario Golf game? Oh, I'm so for it. I also, one of my favorite things was looking at the characters uh, costumes are putting them in. So Mario's and Luigi's and like Peach's, they look like the stereotypical ones. Bowser's wearing pants. I don't know if you caught that. 
but Bowser's wearing pants in the trailer. Um, I, Wario I looks. I don't know how to wear pants. Wario looks so goofy, and then my favorite by far is Toad because I actually have him on my phone because I was so in love with this. The fact that Toad. First off, the driver is the size of okay. so for So for the ladies and gentlemen that do not see what is happening, Brian has an actual screenshot of Toad wearing like – like let me just look at that again. Is that, is that a sports jacket he's wearing or is that like a flannel that he's wearing? It's like, it's like a, a – it's like flannel vest. It's, yeah, it's like a flannel vest like you, that you see some like goopy professor from like a kid's movie is watching with like a yeah, bow tie like and a- all. Like uh, a actual screenshot, yeah. Because look at they made Toad wear a hat. Why would you do that? <laughs> and the hat is like it's so small. And then the driver is the size of his face, which I find absolutely hysterical. Yeah, and I'm a hundred percent gonna make Toad the one I play when I get the game. So I was fully prepared for that. Yes. And again, the final thing we're probably gonna talk about is the Cruella trailer. I watched it. It's starring Emma Stone, who plays Cruella. It's uh, off of, obviously, the 101 Dalmatians movie that happened decades ago at this rate. Yeah. But I saw the trailer. It's surprisingly dark. Surprisingly. Brian, I know that you haven't watched it, but I highly recommend you go watch it. We'll do Um, so. I don't know if it's going to be a film or or a series yet. Um, I expect it to be a series on Disney+, Plus, but... Uh, surprisingly, I they said that film is not yet rated, so it's actually possibly going to be a film. Um, but um, all, either way, I'm all for it because it looks very intriguing. It looks very well done, and I definitely think that it gives a backstory on a character that not a lot of people like. But they did it in a way where I think that it, it makes it makes the character more interesting than we have ever been led to before. I'm intrigued. I will stop and watch that. And I think it also goes with that Disney likes to play with their villains every once in a while. Like we did have the Maleficent movie. Mm -hmm. So I think this kind of goes along with that. So my guess personally is that this is going to be a film, but I have yet to watch the trailer to see shots of this happening and then get my second opinion so i will need to get that done yeah uh, emma stone did a phenomenal job uh just looking off of the trailer i mean some of the uh cgi and some of the the shots that they did for that trailer they just look amazing like there, there was one instance and i'm not going to spoil the trailer for you but it's like she takes like a match to her dress because she's going to like some gala in London and the dress turns from white to red like that. And That's I was sick. very surprised because it was like, it like she goes up in flames. It's just like a red dress. And I'm like, wow, that it looks very impressive. So I'm definitely intrigued by that. But is there anything else to talk about now? I'm pretty sure that co- uh, we covered all that there is to the show. Is there anything else, Brian, that you want to talk about? I could make a tangent out of something, but I think we should probably call it quits for the day. <laughs> that's 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 probably a good way to end on it. So, um, again, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to this episode of Tire Talk. I'm Peter Babb. I'm Brian Deacon. 
And thank you for listening to this episode. We will see you next week.